Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Priorities on Purpose. Today, you are in for a treat because I'm giving you a little bit of the content from a boot camp that I hosted a few years ago. It's all about silencing the mean girl because you may not know this, but the person that's holding you back is a mean girl. And also, it's you. You are the mean girl. You are what's holding yourself back. And so today we're going to be talking about self-sabotage, insecurities, and imposter syndrome. I'm sharing this bit of content because those that went through the boot camp, the majority of them, all of them that actually took the action, they are no longer where they were because they were willing to lean in and allow God to use them even in their insecurities, even in their own mess, even in all of the comparison things that they were doing. They have continued to move forward and they are not where they used to be. And I know the same is possible for you if you're willing to take action. So buckle up, Buttercup, because this episode is gonna rock your world. Hey there, I'm Melissa Batt, the host of Priorities on Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who wanna grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks, I wanna help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put him in. This side gig is part of his plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you wanna help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding that laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually gonna be beneficial. Okay, now we're gonna talk about silencing the mean girl. AKA, it's you, you're the mean girl. We are so mean to ourselves and we're gonna talk about that for a minute. So, well, we all probably have haters, the person that's gonna hold us back the most, it's us. So one thing I wanna call out is self-sabotage. We get in our own way so many times. So it's natural to wanna avoid hard things, hard conversations and we don't want to lean into the problems, right? We want to lean into the obstacles or whatever's going to distract us, the fun things, right? Because we don't want to bulldoze over them. This is a choice. You are making a choice. Whether you know it or not, you're intentional or not, it is a choice. You can move forward through the hard. And get there a whole lot faster than trying to avoid going through the hard. Because eventually, you're going to have to get through the hard to get to the other side or it's not going to be sustainable. Okay? So, choose to do the hard and lean in. Okay? Lean into the hard and get through it because the comfort zone 
God doesn't want us to live in the comfort zone. You will not reap the benefits if you don't choose the hard. Once you make a choice to move forward and you do the hard and you be uncomfortable, look for those who are willing to hold you accountable. Your upline, your pacing partner, or a coach can be great for accountability. And while we can't all afford a great coach, a coach is my recommendation and here is why. And I'm not saying this because, you know, I'm a coach because, yes, I would love to work with each of you, but several different reasons. Number one, it's all about you. One of my favorite things about having a coach is my coach's dog died and I didn't have to feel guilty about not spending 20 minutes talking about her dog. And that sounds horrible, but like I'm paying her. Therefore, the call is about me and what I need. I don't have to feel like I'm giving, I'm taking too much from her. Like it's just, it's all about me. I don't have to feel guilty about it. And because I have a servant's heart, a lot of times like I get distracted wanting to help everyone else. So I love that right there for the accountability. Number two, like you put money into it. Therefore, that will make a lot of people show up. And then the accountability, like you want someone not, because sometimes your friend will be like, now, Tammy, I didn't think you were going to do that. And then they leave it at that. Or they get so busy in their own mess because life happens to them, but then they can't hold you accountable because they're just trying to stay above water, right? That's when a paid coach is really, really helpful. You get what you pay for. And when you pay for it, you're not going to be selfish for, for asking for the time and your expectations will be valid because you paid for it. It's about you. 1000%. It's all about you. Also, a little heads up to remember when the resistant comes that we talked about a little bit earlier. More than likely, if you're not careful, you will revert back to what is comfortable in those bad habits. So this is the biggest piece, like, because it's hard to call this out on someone who I'm not having a conversation with regularly. Uh, but this is what I see the most, like they're doing really, really, really good. And then life happens and throws them a curveball. And before they know it, like they're back doing the same exact thing that they had just stopped doing because they hadn't been doing those new habits long enough and they didn't have the good enough accountability to hold them accountable to that. So that's another reason why a paid coach is helpful. But again, just the accountability, because those like when life happens, you still like just because life happens doesn't mean that you have to shut down everything. The goal is to be able to be prepared enough so that some of it's automated and it can kind of go on while you're processing whatever needs to be processed or whatever, that's the goal. So build accountability around that with somebody, whether pacing partner, upline or whatever, so they can call you out when they see it, okay? Insecurities. <laughs> I know I talk a lot about insecurities in the Suck to Unstoppable workshop. So all the things you don't like about yourself, right? Those are your insecurities. And those are all the things the enemy will try to use to hold you back from where God wants you to go. We all have them. We overcome them or we don't. Your purpose and plan has the power to impact more than just yourself. It isn't about you. So stop focusing on yourself. God created you for this right here, for the people that you are meant to connect with 
and grow relationships with, like the people that God wants to bring to you aren't looking for someone that's not you. They're desperate for someone just like you, okay? He created you. He doesn't make mistakes. And what you feel you lack, God wants to use that exact thing to show off and grow your face. So I see that several different ways. Like number one, we all have strengths, but also sometimes those those areas where we lack, God can really show up. And then you're like, dang, I know that wasn't me. That is totally a God thing because that ain't me, you know? And sometimes those strengths really are, like those are our natural strengths that God gave us and we can use them for his glory, which is amazing. Confidence comes from courage. In the Success Lounge, I did an entire masterclass on courage over confidence because confidence comes with taking action. As a Christian, my self-esteem is being confident of who God says I am. If he calls you to it, he will bring you through it. Don't underestimate what he can and what he will do. He doesn't call us to be perfect and have it all together. He calls us to do our best and let his grace cover the rest. That's another thing I say all the time. Like, do your best, let God do the rest, right? So in your workbook, I actually put some Bible verses to remind you on the hard days. Like, you can cut these out and, uh, you know, put them different places, just hang it on your mirror, do whatever you want with that. But there were just a few that um, kind of came to my mind to remind you not to be anxious, not to be worried, not to care what other people think. And I think when it comes to insecurities, guys, I struggled with inse- like insecurities is what held me back. I talked a lot about it in the workshop, uh, the Stuck Unsolvable workshop that I do, the tree. Another one's coming up soon. But I want you to know that, you know, like every single thing the enemy wants to remind me of that makes me different is like, that's why people are drawn to me because like I am proof they can do it too. And so I want to remind you of that. If I can do this, you can do it too. Because God, right? Because of God. And so I'm also going to talk to you a little bit about imposter syndrome. First, I do want to read Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And so... I have picked myself apart, like most of you probably do too. If you don't, I love you, but I can't relate. I have totally, you know, everything from like my hair, my gray is showing. That's driving me crazy. I I have hated my teeth, my eyes. I have hated the way I talk. I have trouble hearing. So that's a struggle of mine. I have a terrible memory. I mean, I got a list, y'all, a whole list. I don't like my double chins. I don't like my broad shoulders. I mean, I could keep going, but y'all see, right? But can you imagine if I let all those things hold me back from doing what God is calling me to do? I wouldn't have even gotten to the point where I could talk about my childhood trauma that's going to set women free. Can you imagine? Like, that is what the enemy wants. He doesn't want me to get confident. He doesn't want me to feel strong enough to be able to talk and speak about these things. But when I can shut them to hell 
of Satan and be like, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Like victory. Right. And that's just such a powerful thing. And I want that for you guys. And for me, it really was flipping the script and stop worrying about myself and knowing that what God wants me to do is so much bigger. And if I'm not doing it, these people aren't getting what God wants them to have. And so I have to show up. And I don't want to say that to be like, you've got to put extra pressure on yourself because I've done that too. But I just want you to know, like, if you need to flip your script, you're worried about what people think, blah, 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 blah. The people that matter will cheer for you. The only people that are going to say anything negative to you, like, they're not worth your time or your concern when it comes to that. Now, you know, obviously, if it's like your mother or your spouse, like, yes, okay, I can see that, you know, you got to respect their opinions a little bit, but that doesn't mean you don't do it. It means you show them, prove it, you know, let God work. And when you live that out and you walk it out and they can see it, they'll be like, dang, like they didn't see it, but you're doing it. Imposter syndrome. I talk a lot about this and um, my free workshop as well. When we find ourselves doubting our skills, our talents, our accomplishments, and worrying that we aren't enough or that others can do it better, that's the definition of imposter syndrome. I thought imposter syndrome was basically like when you're a copycat and you are copying what other people were doing. That's what I thought imposter syndrome was originally when someone called me out on it. And um, I was like, oh, once I learned the definition, I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Because I didn't want to do what I'm doing now because I thought so-and-so was doing it better. Why should people come to me to do it when they can just go to so-and-so? That's imposter syndrome. Classic definition. And so if you see someone doing something similar to you and you think, well, I can't do that like she does. You're not meant to do it just like she does. You're supposed to do it the way God wants you to do it. And stay in your lane know where you're going and let that be enough and do the best that you can. It makes you human. It makes you relatable. And your quirks, your weirdness, those are your greatest strengths. Don't be afraid to lean into them. Give it to God. Let him use it. Okay. When I think about this, I think about like, you know, there are like all of the things like y'all know, by the way, I bought an elephant, not a real elephant, but an elephant to go on my shelf back here. Because y'all know, I talk about acknowledging the elephants all the time. And so I was like, you know what? I saw an elephant at TJ Maxx. I was like, I have to have an elephant. But I needed that because y'all, we got to acknowledge the elephants. Like when you speak out what the, the devil wants to keep you silent in, like you speak that out, I'm totally butchering it. But y'all know what I'm saying? Like you bring it to light what was meant for darkness. I think that's how you say it. It can't stay dark. It's coming to the light and you can move forward in it. So acknowledge those elephants, those quirks. You know, I have a terrible memory. I say, um, um, I use my hands. I have ADD. Like all of those things are things that I would want to hide behind, but instead I'm owning it and doing it anyway and letting God use me regardless because hello, Submit to the process of becoming. The process is to make you better, right? Our job is to abide in him, 
we walk it out. He doesn't. We just have to be obedient. No magic potion, no formula is necessary. Forward motion and a commitment to show up. That's all that's required. Failure is part of the process. And, and that is why it's crucial to just do it messy. Because, you know, I know for just doing this boot camp, you know, I knew God wanted me to do it. It was like, oh my gosh. To get all of my thoughts from my head onto paper and put it in order and put it in some sort of structure was so hard for me. And I knew that I was supposed to do it. And so I really just had to sit down and be like, okay, God, like this is all you. I can't. I cannot do this. Like this is not, my brain cannot make this happen. And uh, he did. It just requires you being obedient. So when you have to make those follow-ups, or, you know, whatever, though, ask for the parties or whatever. When you're doing that, you're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. You can do this, right? You can do this. And you just have to be obedient. Let God do the work. You don't have to be the best at booking parties. You don't have to be the best at doing the parties. You don't have to be the best at anything on your own. But God will work through you when you're just walking in obedience. Hey friend, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at Melissa Bad Official so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.